If you love what we do, then please consider supporting Cryptfail on Patreon. Your support helps us grow and to create more content more often. And now, on with the show. The night. Parents is going to spend the, well, the afternoon, because he doesn't wake up until noon, lamenting the fact that he went on a job drunk and almost killed everyone. All right. Well, Ren is still in a bed in the back room because she's not really good at getting out of bed at the moment. Um, and she shall remain there. The well, end. When, the end. <laughs> the end. <laughs> uh, when Terrence does everyone. roll out of bed, he'll, he would go check. I forgot for a second that you guys, whatever. Uh, when Terrence does get up, he'll he'll go downstairs to see if Ren is still about. She is there. She has very clearly been crying and looks like it wouldn't be that hard to set her off again. Ren, are you alright? Oh. And, um, I'm supposed to tell you that Cypher is really sorry? What did Cypher do? Did she blow a hole in the side of the house again? No, she's done a, a lot. Well, she's done a lot of things. Which which things do you want first? The, the thing you're going to be angry about or the other thing you're going to be angry about? Uh, let's start with the thing that made you cry. And, well, and he'll sit down beside her and try to she's be comforting. <laughs> she's gone. Awkwardly. She, she's gone. Yeah. Like she's dead or like she left? She left. Okay. And she isn't going to be back for a while and we can't contact her. Why? Well, <laughs> because she's decided she has to be all noble and self-sacrificing. Or what? Well, apparently. About what? So, do you remember a while ago we were driving? I don't remember where we were going because everything's just been terrible lately. We were driving somewhere and she got a phone call and it made her upset. Well, Parents, that was that. He, he sits there and he looks like <laughs> deeply confused. <laughs> Does he remember? No, I don't he remember, remember that. Well, She's upset she in the back of the car a lot. She got a phone call from As Technology. And they were looking. Well, specifically for you, apparently. Um, they know that there's people who were, well, broken messed with their stuff and they know there's a mage and they were particularly interested in your car and that's the other thing you're going to be mad about Parents looks confused and he's muttering something to the extent of I'm the only one of the three of us who has like almost nothing to do with us technology she took my car yeah Parents looks like he just got hit upside the face with a bat. 
Just complete shock. He's not even breathing right now. They Jaws hanging looking, open. They were looking for that car specifically, so she said it's too recognizable, and she took it, and she's leading them away, and she's gonna draw all their attention, apparently. She, she did a thing. She, the power went out last night. I don't know if you noticed. She, she did a hacker thing and attacked as technology and she said to check the news and she also said that you the police are gonna be at your house looking for her you took my car yeah I know we stole it but I loved that thing what the hell she said to say she's sorry and what the okay and Terrence is looking around the room is there a TV in here there is uh, if you where are you? Me. Yeah, we're in the corner stone. Ren hasn't looked at the news because she very stubbornly nope. told Cypher she wouldn't. <laughs> yes, she did. She was very Cypher. adamant about that. Cypher said, just look at the news, and Ren was mad and said, no. There's a TV so in I, here, though? I think if you want there to be, then okay. yes. Say there's probably a TV in there. Probably. Terrence is going to like rummage around the room until he finds a remote on a desk somewhere. He'll flip it on. What's uh, on the news? There's news now on the television. So, so, Adam, what's on the news? Oh, you got like the 24 hour news going? Yep. Um, uh, I guess at, at present they're probably talking about other things, but um, uh, down along the, the bottom you see. Um, uh, uh, along where they have you know, like news updates um, as technology suffered a major DDoS attack overnight. Terrence leans over to Ren and he's like, what's DDoS? It's a, a hacking thing, something d denial of service. I don't I don't know. I don't do computers really. Um, she attacked their computer stuff so now they're looking for her and she's leaving and she's not coming back for she said she would come back but not for a while did she tell you why she attacked as technology to draw their attention if you listen to the news long enough there is something else <laughs> all right and then a news report comes on lone star appealing for any information on the whereabouts of a local female who went missing yesterday and an image of cypher appears up on the screen saoirse o'connor 21 was last seen being dragged unconscious into a car by a man approximately 2 a.m this morning the man is suspected to be blaine death edge and picture of blaine appears the leader of a cult which was raided recently in relation to the torture and murder of a number of elves. Lone Star described the car as being an older model, older 60s model Chevy Impala, and an image of uh, a car similar to that, but except it's a four-door version, um, uh, appears on the screen. The car is said to be a unique two-door version with identifying colour and plates. 
Police hold grave concerns for the female due to her age. Saoirse is described as being 5 foot 4 tall, average build with blonde hair and green eyes. She is last seen wearing a pink parker and black jeans. Anyone who knows the whereabouts of Saoirse is asked to contact Lone Star. Saoirse, is it? Uh, she's not actually been kidnapped or anything. So the news is fake and that's definitely not my car. That is not your... What do you mean it's not your car? She did take your my car. My car only has two doors. The car they showed on the news has four. No, they said it had two. So... Who is that <sighs> other guy? I don't know. Uh, well, remember the guy she was looking for before? I guess him? The one who killed all, all the elves? Uh... But Are she we called sure me. She hasn't been kidnapped. I mean, she called me last night and just said not that the news not to worry about it. So I think she said she's just gonna disappear for a while, and that she'd rather disappear on her own terms than disappear and be at the bottom of the sea or something like that. Then she said she can't swim. It was it was late and. I was mostly just trying to argue her into not going, but that didn't work, so... <sighs> she said she let us down. That girl is out of her mind. But... Oh, thank you for reminding first me, First things Adam. first... is we're gonna make you healthy. No, I have other things to do. Got things to do. Um, and Are you still you. bent on moving? Well, not necessarily. I have to talk to Mala. Um, and Terry might notice, because Adam just reminded me, that Ren has a necklace she has never had before. It is a pendant that is flashing. It's It's got a rune on it that is constantly flashing ones and zeros. What in the heck is that thing? Cypher sent it. She, she showed, sent it? It showed up this morning. It doesn't... I don't think it means... I know I know ones and... I don't know computers, but I know ones and zeros is binary, but it doesn't... Nothing repeats. There's no pattern, so it's not a message or anything. It could still be a message, but I wouldn't know how to decode it. She didn't tell you what it was for? No, it was after she called. It showed up this morning and there wasn't a note or anything, but she said in the phone call she was going to send something, so... But we have to go to your house because... She said, you need to go because Lone Star is going to be there and, and that... She said that, that you're not... They're not going to think you're involved because it's all... They're looking for her. And I have to talk to Mala about this pumpkin thing. And then I have to decide if I'm gonna move, but I I don't have time to stay here. Pumpkin. A pumpkin killer. What am I gonna do about the cats? Oh, um, she took them. She took the kittens? Yep. I, I asked where she was going to get food, and she said it's all taken care of. 
I see. And Terrence is just sitting there and he looks completely shell-shocked. Why in the hell would I want to go talk to Lone Star? Because they are going to find out you live there one way or the other and it's probably less suspicious if they don't have to track you down. Do you know how to file a missing car report? Or a stolen car report, I should say. I don't think it'll work. She, she said she, she did something so... It's what to is... partially cover her tracks. Like, she tried to lay out everything nicely. Might as well go along with it. She has it so that the car... It was in someone else's name. It's not connected to you. Didn't she do a whole thing earlier where it was in my name? She's changed it since. Ah, for... F it's not even... My baby! Jeez! And, and he gets up and he's like... He's pacing now. He's like freaking out, running his hands through his hair and just completely disheveled. If you've got any of her hair, maybe you could find her. Or a pumpkin version, or the car, or something. I wonder if the car had any DNA in it. Then if they find the car, it wouldn't really matter if it was in someone else's name. I don't know. I mean, unless she's managed to also sweep and clean the entire freaking house, there should be some of her hair lying around somewhere. You made me promise not to ask Mala where she is. Well, she didn't ask me for any favors, so she can take that promise and shove it where the sun don't shine. I do have to ask Mala some other things, though. Terrence has gone from being shocked to angry. <laughs> Knew it was coming. Right now. He keeps opening his mouth to say something, and then he just kind of scowls and shakes his head and paces some more. She said it was getting to be too much. All the <sighs> shadow runs and people dying and dangerous corporations or clowns or pumpkins or whoever. Just all of it. Aaron stops, and he kind of slowly looks over at Ren. And his, like, his face is completely blank now, and he's like, yes. Leaving us to deal with all that shit by ourselves and running away is totally the correct response to all of this. That's not how she thinks of it. She is trying to take the heat off from as technology. She says she's going to be safe, but... I don't think she knows who she's messing with. Well, if you want to go to Mala's, it's on the way. Do you want to hitch a ride when I get one with George? Yeah. Are you ready to go now? <sighs> yeah. As ready as I Does Red have clothes here? <laughs> Or did her clothes get cut apart again? 
Oh. Oh, the pink parka. It's all cut up again. Yep. <laughs> it, it gets smaller every episode. <laughs> I don't know if Red has any clothes here. <laughs> oh dear, yes, this is an anime and clothing damages. Mm-hmm. Um, Parents kind of blinks at her from anybody here. And he asks, "Do you want me to just mend them?" It's gotten to the point where I'm pretty good at altering clothing. Um, sure. If the doctor didn't just throw them out after cutting them to bits. I mean, you should still be wearing them. From what I remember, the doctor, like, left the clothing mostly on you. Am I wrong? I have no idea. I'm not the no. doctor. No? You're not wrong. Sweet. That's faster? Sure. Whatever works. Yes, English language. No, you're not wrong. Yes, you are correct. <laughs> <laughs> no, yes, maybe. One of those. Help. <laughs> oh. It's the, the most hideous. It's the most what? Hideous color it could be. I don't know. Is there a, the... was there a failure like... of any kind? Nope. No. Okay. Three successes <laughs> and an advantage. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it the advantage really was, well, but... was that it, it is now bling. <laughs> Just that it's a hideous color? Yeah. But no, there's a, that, I thought there was disadvantages in it. Nope. Um. Parents draws his circle. He casts his spell. And he's so good at it at this point that the pink color of the parka is actually a little bit less gross looking, as Adam described it earlier. It's not a gross pink anymore. It's a nice pink. Awkward pink, as he specifically said. Awkward awkward pink. Pink. Yeah, my comment was awkward pink. <laughs> it's no longer an awkward pink. Alright. Then Ren will once again struggle to put on a pink parka considering one of her arms is strapped to her side or something like that. Do you want me to just go to Mala's or do you want me to go to your house too? Um, we can drop you at Mala's first. It's actually a little bit closer. Meet me out front when you're ready. And Terence goes into the main part of the bar. Okay. And we'll try and figure out how to put a parka on. Probably not do a very good job of it. End up somehow getting it zipped, but like one arm is just inside and not in the sleeve at all or anything like that. So there's just one empty sleeve hanging loose. And then she will go join Terry. Um, when Ren comes out into the into the main part of the bar, she sees him finishing up a conversation with some fairies. And he just doesn't have any emotion in his face anymore. He's just like bleh. Dead face. He turns to Ren and he says, You ready to go? Yeah. He pulls out his phone. And he calls up George. Hello! 
Hey, George. You around? Need a ride yeah. to Mala's and then to my house. Well, that's basically one and the same, so sure. Thanks. See you soon. Terrence will head out at the bar. And Ren will follow. Knowing George, he could be anywhere from inside the bar <laughs> to 20 minutes away. <laughs> <laughs> to already at your house for some reason. George, we've got good news. Terry doesn't have a car anymore. Good for his business. Yep, exactly. We've never paid him. No, but someone has. Or else we should all be super in debt to Mr. Fennyman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's covered taxis, medical pills. Yep. Yeah, I'm actually beginning to wonder whether or not we we cost more than we earn poor Mr. Penny. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Uh, He's just started to feel so bad for us. He's like, it's fine. I don't care if they're making any money at this point. They're just going to die if I don't. It's just getting them out of his hair. (laughs) Yeah, George, just take them somewhere. Get them out of Cornerstones. Make up a job if you have to. And ten minutes later, he pulls up. And finally gets in the back. Renwell, get in the back as well. Sorry. It's you, I think. Hi, George. How's it going? Um, worse than usual. Well, that's pretty bad, then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cypher is as Cypher does. Yeah. Thing about that girl is she could be on her way to Florida or she could be in the back room. I can tell you she wasn't there. Not sure she's thought this through. I don't think she has. And does she ever think anything through? Apparently this has been in the works for weeks. Yeah, she's messing with the wrong people. That much is certain. And for no reason. Well, maybe as far as Terry's concerned there's a reason, but certainly not as far as I am. Okay. Terrence is just sitting in the, the taxi, <laughs> staring straight ahead, not even at, out the window or anything. Completely As they get close, I'm sorry. Completely what? Completely stone-faced. Uh, what was that? And you pull up. To the house or Mala's house? Uh, Mala's. And Ren will look at Terry and say, Maybe I should go with you first. I don't know. Cypher said it would be fine, but I. if you get arrested or something, I'd just... Maybe I should go. I'm sure it'll be fine. Good luck with your questions for Mala. 
I don't... I'll go with you. You can come by later after your questions if you like. If they're going to arrest me, I seriously doubt having a girl who looks like she's just broken her arm is going to be of any help. Right? I could pretend to break the other one as a distraction. I don't know. No more <laughs> people distracting on my behalf. It isn't working out so well for me so far. Cypher just vanished and I don't really know if she's coming back and if you just get arrested and vanish too. I'd really rather just not have that, so maybe I should go with you. You want me to come in with you to ask Mala the questions? I don't mind either way. It's not like I'm going to ask anything that I need particularly private. Alright. We'll get that done first, and then we'll go to my house. Okay. And he kind of, he gets out of the car very robotically. Oh no, he's become a robot. Well, it's, he's just stiff. Or tense. Yeah. Or whatever you want to call it. And Ren will also get out of the car. And I suppose we'll find out if Mal is home today. Is the door open? Door is open. Door is open. will go up to the threshold, knock three times on the frame, and then step through. Dren will follow. And Mala, Dylan. are you here? And Dylan. And oh no. <laughs> he's at the organ and he's playing something like really gloomy that sounds like it would come from an old horror film. That fits the mood. And he's being very exaggerated about it. Isn't he having he, some kind of hacking war with Cypher? Maybe we could ask him where she is. And he's wearing an old, dusty, like, long-tailed coat and a top hat. <laughs> that looks like he might have borrowed it from someone who no longer needs it. Oh, quote-unquote. <laughs> no longer needs it. Road. <laughs> For entirely normal reasons, I'm sure. They, they just don't go to fancy occasions anymore. Parents just kind of blankly looks at him and says, that's new. Or old. I'm not sure which. Hoder the playing. Yes. And he looks at you, but it's hard to tell if he's smiling or not. <laughs> I mean, I guess we can always see his teeth. 
Skulls are always grinning. Yep. Terrence isn't making any kind of face, though. He's just completely blank still. He blinks. That's it. And Ren still just looks like she'll cry if she doesn't try hard enough not to. Mala in the kitchen? She is. That was Terrence asking Dylan. <laughs> asking Dylan, and Dylan says, uh, she is. <laughs> I think so. Sorry, I couldn't tell. <laughs> That's completely fair. I tried to make my voice sound all dead, but I guess I just sound dead and fed up today. I apologize. <laughs> That's my fault. Idea. We were just laughing at the idea of Dylan suddenly turning and going, uh, uh she is, yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Oh yes, sorry. I could talk this whole time. I just, I just haven't been. You sounded very Becca. I am sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Terry asks Dylan, and he changes his the tune a little as he does it one-handed and points towards the kitchen. I guess that's a yes. Yeah. Let's go. And Terrence shuffles into the kitchen and Red follows again alright we have walked into the the kitchen kitchen. and she's sitting there in an elaborate purple dress and a huge mug of coffee (laughs) in the huge mug of coffee (laughs) I heard and but it's really funny to think Uh. her just sitting in a huge mug of coffee I guess if you love coffee that much. Um, hi. Welcome to my house. Enter freely, go safely, and leave something of the happiness you bring. Can we ask you about a demon thing? I'm sorry. I know last time we did that, you said only everyone only wants to ask you about demon things, but I don't know anybody else who knows about demon things. She motions to the table. And if there are chairs, then Ren will sit down. There usually is. Goes over and sits down as well. And just silently stares directly in the middle of the table. Then that's it. And she doesn't say anything? The graveyard seems more alive than you two. Everything kind of went horribly wrong, and only part of that is because of the demon with my DNA that wants to kill everybody. And she glances towards the door. What demon with your DNA? Um, well, maybe it's not a demon. It's a... Terry, do you have an explanation? Kind of like a golem made out of a gourd and her DNA. Been enchanted to think it is her, except it has no soul and it wants everyone to die. Takes great pleasure in hurting things. Cypher told me it's already killed a lot of people and cut their faces off. They were discussing that on the news net. A new serial killer, they thought. Oh, it's a pumpkin that thinks it's me. And she looks back at the door. 
She keeps looking at the door. Ren's also going to look at the door and be like, what's with the door? Is there anything odd about the door? Where did... One moment. And she gets up. And she straightens her dress. And she walks to the door. Dylan, you imbecile. You're being a stereotype. You sound like we're in a Boris Karloff movie. For all that's holy, stop it. We're trying to make a good impression on people, and you're doing this. Play something else. And she comes back and sits down. And does he play something else? When did all this begin? <laughs> The, the pumpkin? Um, Terry, when did you do the spell? But no, but it existed before that. Cypher said it's been weeks and weeks it's been killing people. We haven't known about it for very long. There's a building with Ren in horrible scratchy writing all over the inside of it, though. Building where somebody got killed and the rest of us got collapsed through the floor and probably the bit with my name didn't collapse as far as I know, so that's probably still there. Normally creatures, I can't do it. She gets up, she walks the door. Salentium! silent thank you that was getting really distracting she comes back and sits down you can still see the shadow on the wall of Dylan going crazy <laughs> though he's playing with much gutso but no sound is echoing from the other room okay it sounds like a homunculus but usually there are mere servants they are often organic nearly always but they can occasionally be wood or stone, like golems. Well, this one's made out of a pumpkin, and it's certainly not interested in being anyone's servant. It is angry because it thinks that I am pretending to be it because it's me, and it wants to kill everybody I know, and then me, so that it's me. Her existence is normally just to run simple errands for mages, preparing components and arranging books and things of that nature. There are, however, occasionally records of one that came about in more extraordinary circumstances, where this one was created had to be a place of great power. There had to be an element of you and something that wanted to, to do you harm. Do you think it's connected to that demon from before? 
Possibly. Probably not directly. It may have gotten ensnared in the events around it. But its banishment did release a lot of energy. How did it get attached to you? Oh, no. I don't do anything with magic. That's why I'm asking. Why was it you and not somebody else? Why not Terry? Terry was also the one that its ancestors were was related to. I don't know, Terry. Do you know? About... I don't know. The only catastrophic magic event I can think of recently is the one where we lost a week of time. That would be it. Yeah, but the house we went to, people in it had been dead for months. They still had Halloween decorations oh. out. And they had a, they might have had a pump. I don't know. I wasn't really paying attention to any Halloween decorations, more so all the dead people. Guess it's possible there was a pumpkin, but I don't know why it would have decided to be me instead of Terry or Cypher or... I don't know. Bad luck? Maybe. Accidental magic that happened that day. Week. Whatever the hell that it is that happened. When these things are created, they tend to have an extreme sense of self. Under normal conditions, they are singular in their creation and have nothing else attached to them. They would not be overly enthused about someone impersonating them. This one certainly doesn't. I... Because they feel they are singular, any inconsistency that exists between the two they feel is an insult in trying to poorly imitate them. Yes, how... What oversight of me to not be made of pumpkin. Um, one of the things I'm worried about is... I know it thinks it's me. It certainly knows my name and it knows at least some of the people I'm connected with. How can I find out how much it knows? Does it know where I am? Does it know everyone I know? Their knowledge is usually inconsistent. Sometimes shockingly so. This wasn't created in a controlled environment. And what if they're powerful enough to create a mental link? They can usually only still read conscious thoughts. It's rare that they have the, that ability. It must have been a very powerful area that you were in. Powerful enough to project hallucinations and speech. Not just to read and respond. And this was yeah. over distance. Then I would be very careful. I have never known one to be as powerful as this particular entity. I have a problem when it comes to being careful. Which leads me to another question. Its knowledge base will still be fragmented, scattered, like a jigsaw tossed onto the floor. Pieces will be missing, yet do not underestimate such a creature. When... I want to ask you a question, but before I do that... There's a problem that I can't really explain. When we were here before, you did something with looking into Cypher's brain or something. Can you do that? Look into Cypher's brain? If ever they wanted proof of chaos theory, 
that would prove it so. If you think a Vulcan mind meld will work, I mean, that's your expertise. Why wouldn't it work? It always depends a little bit on the individual. Cypher resisted, and it would have been harder, but her mind is begrimmed, not crazy, but wayward and disorganized. Well, I have no intention of preventing you from finding out what I want you to find out in the first place, if that helps. Well, that makes it easier. Be conscious of the information that you want to convey. Fine. And she places a hand on your cheek. And you can feel a soft mental touch. Okay. <laughs> and is the shadow of Dylan still just playing circus music? Yep, he, he can't. He, he might not even know that he's been silenced. He can't hear if he, if he is or not? For him, he'd still hear what he's doing. Uh. With the magical defenses, it would be difficult for the homunculus to threaten you here. Not for me. I am aware of that. If you were me, what would you do? A ask for protection? Rent a room from you? I don't... I don't know what the best option is. If it was me, I would hunt the little bastard down and burn its soulless heart out and then turn its remains into pumpkin pie. Got any suggestions on how? I'll certainly try. It's not impervious to damage, both physical and magical. It won't feel pain, however. Pain is a great thing for distraction. Harry stabbed it with a pipe, and it didn't seem to mind much. Damage done would have been real enough, but you always have to remember that it won't feel pain. Something that would drop a normal creature, a normal human, a normal orc, won't do it to this beast. It can go until it basically can no longer function. So only destroying it completely would really do anything? Correct. Severe enough on a human is a catastrophic wound, but this thing, an inconvenience, and it does not heal in the same way that a living creature does. It can only do so through magic. Alright, well, not what would you do, because yes, you would go kill it, and I can't exactly at the moment. What should I do, then? Be careful. Protect the ones that you care about the best that you think that you can. Do not play its game, because it will choose the field. Well, unfortunately, that is the hand you've been dealt. Seems so. It's dangerous, but it's not unstoppable. I guess that's a start. I can provide a room if you want it. Would it be safer here? Yes and no. What's the no? Defensively, yes. There's a lot of wards. It would be very difficult for a creature, even one such as it, to gain entry. And the downside? Offensively, we lack the firepower. I can do all sorts of things, but at the end of the day, my specialty is really that as a seer. For me to be aggressively forthright would require some preparation. Mr. Fannyman would offer a different sort of protection. Thank you. I'll think about it. Anything else we should know or that you want to know about the strange 
pumpkin creature. How do you manage to get yourself involved in all of these labyrinths? Don't know. Bad luck, I guess. And a spellcaster as icing on the cake? <laughs> yes, it did some magic. Which again, if it's connected to me, I don't know why it does magic. Because I don't know how to do magic. Maybe there's a family curse I don't know about. Yours or mine? Oh, it meant mine, but maybe yours too. Compounding <laughs> curses. That would make a lot of sense. I don't have any family curses. Unless you count the family. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Bad luck all around. That, everything else. Um, I guess she will then also ask Mala, um, do you have any idea what this necklace is all about? It's got a rune, but it's binary, so I don't know if it's more magic or computers, really. Where did it come from? Cypher. Is that the GM typing? <laughs> what yeah. the hell? What does yeah. this do, Adam? Because <laughs> I, I already explained it to you. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's Marla picking up her phone going, what the fuck? What is this thing? This is Marla who has a direct line to Cypher going, uh, Cypher, Hang somebody on. wants to know. Marla's Googling it. Uh, oh, do you want me to just say what it is? It's up to you. Um, well, uh, well, up to you what she knows. Um, uh, well, that's right. <laughs> we have hit the crux of the question. <laughs> is it knowable or is it? How much do you want Mala to know? That's exactly what I'm asking. Yep. If that makes sense. <laughs> I assume you've already talked to her a bit about some of this stuff, right? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she should be familiar with what it's... Um, at the end of the day, um, I've told you essentially what it is, but... Yeah. Um, yeah. So she's holding it and she's looking at it and she's like... The numbers are binary. It's definitely cipher. Mm-hmm. Possibly a clock? A clock? Is it counting down or something? Or up. Up. If it's binary, I should be able to figure out which, right? I don't... I don't know. I don't understand binary or cipher. I understand the principle, and cipher would talk about it, which is how I would recognize it. The actual function of what she's done here, though, I'm not entirely sure. Some elements of modern society feel beyond my grasp. I don't know either. Maybe neither does Cypher. I don't really think she knows what she's got herself into at all. It does appear that way. Yes. So what are you going to do now? Um, I think we have to go to Terry's house because Cypher said Lone Star would be there looking for her. Yep. Directly into the jaws of the beast. Yeah. 
a beast that's not to be underestimated. Certainly not. No, I usually actively avoid them. Why she thought sending them to the house was a good idea, I will never understand. I certainly don't want to see them, but... Well, thank you. You are very welcome. I will let you know if I need to rent a room. You know how to contact me. Yes, thank you. See you later, Mama. Be well. Terrence kind of pauses at the door for a minute and then he leaves. After Terry leaves, Bren will get up to follow, then stop and turn to Mala. She sort of looks like she has something she wants to say, but isn't exactly sure of how to say it, or possibly what it exactly is. I... I really am sorry that we seem to only show up when there's occult stuff, and I'm sorry for suddenly putting all my stuff on you. I didn't mean to. I just don't know what to do, and... You always seem to, and it wasn't even just because of the occult stuff or, or renting a room, but everything's just kind of falling apart, and I wanted to come here because you always just seem to make things better. And it would be nice to see you sometime when everything's not awful and everyone's gonna die if we don't figure out the occult stuff. I don't actually know what I'm saying anymore. Sorry, I'm... I'm just gonna go. Come and visit sometimes. Don't be a stranger. Can't even enjoy your company, but don't tell the others. I'm here if you need me. Besides, you know where I live. Be safe. And see you soon. Alright. Is George still outside? He is. Parents will kind of like, look at him for a bit, walk up. And then he'll pause again and he'll turn around and look at Ren and he'll ask, Do you need George to wait around for us? Um, For you, you I should say. Yeah, I'll have to go home, I guess, after. So he can take me back to Cornerstones and I can walk. Parents just kind of raises his eyebrows at her. And he says, you don't even trust George to know where you live? Look, I I only ever take taxis to Cornerstones. That's it. Very close. It's perfect spot to get picked up and dropped off. Besides, I might have to go collect some more remnants of tattered clothing or something. And he'll look down the street a little bit and start walking towards the house. Uh, Can he see any Lone Star cars? There is none. Oh. 
not suspicious at all. Maybe Cypher was wrong, who can say? Yep, Ren's following reluctantly and not reluctantly. She doesn't want to see Lone Star at all, but she's also worried that, like, if she doesn't go, Terry's just also going to vanish, and then everyone will have vanished, and then, yeah. So, she's going. Parents, Blake looks behind him at... Ren, and he's like, you're not gonna ask George to stick around? Oh, I forgot. Hang on. <sighs> George, can you wait here for a bit, and then also if we never come back, probably we got arrested. Yeah, sure. Thanks. Yeah, he'll wait. And if nothing else goes wrong, Terrence gets to the house, unlocks the front door, goes inside. Books have been searched and emptied and opened and tossed. There is drawers that have been pulled out and emptied onto the floor. The place is in a state of disarray. Terrence kind of looks around with unimpressed eyes and he's like I wonder if this is from Lone Star or the freaking clown dude you think he knows where you live oh I know he knows where I live oh good see this is why it's better if no one knows where you live is anything missing um parents will look around do I need to roll to see if there's anything <laughs> missing? <laughs> to investigate your home. You don't notice anything big. Anything small would probably take time, if there was. Oh, he just kind of gives a once-over, and he's like, I don't think anything's been taken. Well, I guess no one's here. Upstairs? They were. Did you look downstairs? Like, mm -hmm. are you looking all over the house? We have exclusively entered the kitchen, and that is it. Oh. <laughs> Just be raided the kitchen. <laughs> Just the kitchen. They really Did wanted I to check if they... Coffee. I had cheese in here, and it's gone. Um, Ren will assume that... Oh, there is a card on the table. That's something that Ren said? <laughs> no, there's a card... Uh, this was Emily. Mm. Now, Ren is going down to the basement to... She assumes Cypher would have taken anything she needed and that if Lone Star was there, they would have probably taken anything else. So she's going to check if there's, like, stuff destroyed in the basement or if there's nothing. It's obviously messy downstairs. Um, uh, things have been overturned, but <clears throat> there's no, definitely no computer equipment But anything left at all? Just computers gone or anything else gone? Um, s some of her toys and things are still left behind. Obviously, the beanbag's still Bean there. Bag. Is the stuffed chicken Ren gave her for Christmas there? Careful how you answer this. 
the stuffed chicken. You forgot the stuffed chicken? Ren gave Cypher a, a stuffed animal of a chicken for Christmas. How could you forget? Easily. That's why I'm very good with secrets. <laughs> When's your anniversary? <laughs> exactly, that's a secret too. <laughs> um, Is it there or no? Um, hang on. Are you going to roll for it? I'm going to roll for it. Oh no. Oh my God. You wrote, you've got 17 threat! <laughs> what? Oh, that's 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 your wife about the anniversary. Yep. <laughs> Six. Okay. That might help the if I roll. The chicken is still there. Nope. But it is, is a bomb. It is not there. It looks like that. The chicken is not there. It is not there. Okay. What? Stuffed animals are there. You said there were some. Oh, goodness. Um, <laughs> just various different types of stuffed animals that she had from before. Large ones, yeah, small give, ones. Give me an example. Um, teddy bears. Okay, Ren's grabbing a teddy bear. She's taking it hostage. Because she's mad at Cypher. She's going to kill the hostage? No, she's yes. going to keep it. <clears throat> As you pick up the um, the teddy bear, the air starts to shimmer next to you. Okay, Ren will then look at the air that's shimmering. <laughs> <laughs> Is that all that happens? Just moves. That's um, uh, the air around, um, uh, yeah, just next to you, where you're looking at, um, starts to shimmer and sparkle and... Uh, it looks like you know wind is starting to uh, gravitate or be pulled in towards this this um, like um, area in the middle of nowhere. Um, not in the middle of nowhere, but in the middle of um, oh, a few feet up from the ground, and uh, dust and things are starting to fly around the room, and all of a sudden, a young man appears in front of you and it's what and he's looking around and he <laughs> is completely stunned oh you were gonna uh, say naked for a second no, no he's not <laughs> naked excuse me <laughs> uh um terry he's around. terry a guy just appeared in your basement <laughs> Parents comes stomping down the stairs. He's got a mug of coffee now. Ren is holding a teddy bear and staring at a person who just appeared from nowhere. Who I assume is the not exactly child from the Christmas episode. <laughs> Why would you assume that? I just do. Because she's right. Judging entirely by your reaction. Is it what's his head? What's his head? <laughs> it's what's his head. <laughs> <laughs> well, he does have a head. 
<laughs> the real question is, is he is he an adult or is he like a child? He is an adult. Okay, so we are fresh out of boys now. She was 15 yep. or something like that. But it does look a lot like, if you did pay any attention to Vasil back in the... That's his name, Vasil. It does... Wasn't it Vasily or something like that? No, Vasil. Vasil. It looks like him. Yeah, and he's actually, he's looking a bit shocked. And, and it starts to dawn on where he is. He's going, finally! Finally? I'm back! Oh my god, who the heck are you? And you! What? He's looking at both of you. Where's Cypher? Cypher's what? gone. Who is this? He's looking down at his head, like, um, he's, um, uh, oh, he's sort of, uh, dressed in, uh, probably not the best of clothes, um, like a, like someone, you know, might be living, uh, rough on the streets. He he was working at Cornerstones before. What do you mean you're back? Where were you? What? Um, Why are you in my basement? That's a good question as well. I am but in my basement because... This isn't your base. What? I'm in your basement. What? There you go. You said you were... Yeah. You oh, said in he was my in basement. his basement. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let me rephrase that. <laughs> I was like, oh, and he's taking over the house too. You want me to get you a cup of coffee so you yeah. can like yeah. figure out what you want to say? All right, one. Okay, so for one minute I was somewhere else, and now I'm, I've, I'm back finally. Where were you? And what do you mean from? Um, oh. the last thing I remember from here was being with Cipher, and next minute I'm somewhere else. Where? Um, somewhere where there's no elves or orcs or um, uh, halflings or anything like that. Um, just no. all humans. I don't know of any place like, like the past. But he's I mean... down, looking down at a watch he's wearing. He's going, "It's been five years." You you were here five. They didn't even own this house five years ago. What are you talking about? Well, I've been gone for five years. You can't have Why been gone. Why would you know that by looking at a watch? <laughs> Terrence is just like extremely <laughs> suspicious of this person who's appeared in the basement. Shows you. He said the last thing he remembers is being with Cypher. Shows you. Yeah, did, that is. A, a watch with a, um, a, a date and time on it. You can't have been here five years ago because Terry and Cypher didn't own this house five years ago. I'm they didn't even you, own it a year ago. I've been gone for five years. You may have been gone for five years, but you weren't here five years ago. Okay, so the last time I was here, Fennyman sent me out on a job. At Christmas? Yeah, it was Christmas. He sent me. Who sort of looked like you? <clears throat> he went. He took me to go to the chapel on Forty Second and buy eight candles. All right. That, was, that wasn't five years. I was ago. supposed that was... to donate two back and then go to the cake shop on the corner yep. of Silent Bob and Jay, buy six yep. vanilla slices. All right. 
Uh-huh, okay. but not that someone didn't like... Anyway, that was last month. I was supposed to get some jam-filled cookies, uh, f- jam-filled cookies, uh, f- uh, 14 strawberry coconut Neapolitans, and asked for two not to have coconut on them because of some bird. That's... All right. I'm, I'm so pleased you remember, but that was a month ago. So that wasn't five okay, years. Kids. Get some stuff from a, a Halloween set for, for Marla. So I was on my way to deliver it to Marla. Uh, for some reason, Cypher was there and she asked me if I wanted to have a look at a VR set. So uh, so I came over and we did that. Next thing I know, I'm bam, gone. For five years. But that was last month. That was... What? It's, it's January. That was last month. That was Christmas. Why would Mala send you to get Halloween stuff on Christmas? No, Fennyman Mala sent. didn't. It was Fennyman. He sent him to get Halloween stuff for Mala for Christmas. That's not the point, though. The point is that that was last month. So if you did some time travel or something... Cypher doesn't know how to time travel, does she? Not that she told me. But apparently she doesn't tell me a lot of things. Well, she doesn't... To be fair, that's understandable in some senses, but... Okay, you came to look at a VR set, and and then... What, you put on the headset? She came back to Cornerstones after that, and she didn't mention anything about... You disappearing from her basement. No, of course not. Of course she wouldn't. Uh, Disappear the 14-year-old boy. That'd be right. And not even mention it to anybody. Typical. Uh, It was bad enough that she led me on, and then, bam, (laughs) boots me into another dimension. You think she did it on purpose? I don't know, but I'd like to get some answers. So where is she? Unfortunately for you and for the rest of us, she's not here to explain anything, and she claims she's not going to be back for a while. Ah, so I've been living and surviving on the streets, taking odd jobs, and oh my god, do it. Yeah, you have no idea what I've been doing. Anyway. I suppose Fannyman's worried sick where I am, or is he not? He hasn't cared either. Was I only hired to do just one job? Forget about the 14 year old Vasil. Nah, he's like, he, nah, we don't need him That's anymore. That's not Mr. Fannyman's style, no. Also, keep in mind, as much as it may have been five years, or what you perceive to be five it's years... It's been less than a month. You, it's been less than a month for us. I don't understand. Well, neither do we, so that's... Okay. Uh, let me rephrase this. I am human, right? Do I look like I've aged five years since the last time you saw me? No, I don't remember seeing you. Have you seen me? I'm also human, and I. Terence is like looking real fed up because this belligerent little shit stood right beside him for like ten minutes. <laughs> Been five years, and he was fourteen. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, but for Terence, this was like two weeks ago. No, I know. I'm just, I'm just. <laughs> this is just me. The figuring something out for myself. 
<laughs> he's now 19. <laughs> no, he's actually 19. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he right, was 14 Pat, and it's Yep, he's down. 19. Hmm. Have you seen me at Cornerstones? Because I don't think I've aged five years in the past two or three weeks either. Um, I don't remember you, but I mean, that's not saying much because uh, Lambert had only just put me on with who and what. Oh, look, it was about two or three weeks ago. I don't know. The time has all blended together. Terrence and pulls we... out a picture. Like, he pulls up a picture on his phone of Christmas Day. Oh, does he? Adam, yeah. does he? Is Cypher in it? Nope. Cypher isn't in it. Okay, no, then he does. Oh, if the if the if Cipher's not in the image, but if um, Terrence had any photos of Cipher on the phone, they would not be there. No, he's he's just pulling up a general. He wasn't looking for Cipher specifically, but that's good to know. I'll be freaked out about that later. Yep. Um, <laughs> Terrence just pulls up a random picture of that particular Christmas party, and he shows the kid this. He's like, "Okay, you remember this party, right?" The kid. Hey, he's a kid to Terry. Yep. Yeah, Terry's older. Uh, yeah. Jeez, five years ago—that that's a long time. Not I've for had us. to. Okay. I've had a lot of, to deal Terrence, with. Terrence shows the the kid. He is a kid. Nineteen <laughs> is a child. Damn it. Um, and he shows the the dated the time stamp on the photo, right? Right. Yeah. You see the you see the date, right? I see the date. And then Terence moves his finger up to point at the date in the top left corner of the phone. Hmm. Huh. It's only, huh. It's only been a couple weeks. Maybe you did some weird time traveling stuff, but for the I didn't time us, travel where I was. It's just the same day after day after day. Well, that doesn't mean Except you didn't time travel. You know, elves didn't exist where you were. Hey, we sort of time traveled a little bit. We lost a whole week. But we were just asleep. We didn't really... It's not like when we got back there, like, it's been five years, or we thought it was five. We just thought it was about an hour and it was a week. I guess that could be the same, but opposite. Anyway, the point is, it's only been a few weeks and we don't know where Cypher is, and, and I'm sorry that you're five years older and it's only I don't know Dory can't ask Cypher about it she's gone 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 well I guess I'll just have to wait until she comes back again right I I have to Terrence, go Terrence not gonna wait in the basement <laughs> around this kid and he starts like very uh um, leading him and or dragging him to the stairs, to the upstairs. He's like, you're not waiting here, kiddo. Yeah, he I starts dragging the kid I'm upstairs. Back, I probably should report to Mr. Fennyman. Yeah, and since Lone Star isn't here, you can take a cab back with Ren. Right, Ren? Yeah. Yeah, we have a cab waiting. 
when Terrence uh, gets to the main floor with um, what's his name? Vasil. Vasil. My Vasil. name's Vasil. <laughs> he just says, apropos of nothing. <laughs> Terrence name. looks at him and goes, "I'm going to pointedly forget that." Repeatedly, my goodness, you used to be well mannered. What happened to you? Five years of living in a weird place, I guess. Yeah, I hope Fennyman smacks you. I. I delivered everything. I delivered everything as promised. Everything was delivered. I just never returned mm. with the Napolitans. Sounds like you didn't deliver everything if you if you didn't well, deliver it's the a last bit thing. Hard to do that when they're with you in an alternate. Uh, whatever it was, it, where I was. We don't know where you were. It's look. If you want answers from Cipher, you're gonna have to get in line. All right. Well, Terrence opens the door, and off to the side are like two wooden crates of beer that have just been left on the porch and he's like oh good and he kind of uh, gently shoves Vasil out into the open air (laughs) is he reluctant or is he going no need to be rough I'm I'm going (laughs) said gently (laughs) just kind of get out of my house (laughs) Terry what are you doing now I, he says, as he picks up one of the crates and starts bringing it into the house. I'm going to... Picks up the other one and brings it into the house. Drink myself to sleep. I think you should let Lambert know if you're going to do that. He might be worried. Parents pulls out his phone. (laughs) Vasil's standing outside wasn't the wren coming with me I'm coming I'm just (sighs) trying to make sure that nobody does any (sighs) I can't even talk trying to make sure nobody else does anything stupid when I'm not there apparently a very popular pastime these days being stupid (laughs) yes just like our dear friend Cypher I'll, well, since I'm getting drunk, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not doing anything. The last time I did that, I almost killed you specifically. So I'm just going to stay home. Don't worry about well, it. I'm not dead, unfortunately, for pumpkin creatures everywhere. But we'll see. Well, anyway, just don't do anything stupid, please. I don't know. Just don't. Get home safe, friend. Send me a text or something so that I know you're alive still. Okay. And Bren will start heading back to the cab. And Vasil walks alongside you. He's actually grown up since the last time you saw him. He's probably about six foot two now. Yes, he's gone from younger than Bren to older than her. Mm. He's taller than Terry by a whole inch. That little shit. (laughs) <laughs> you still remember him as a little shit I do the last time Terrence <laughs> saw him he was like four feet tall 
Yeah, and his voice hadn't even broken. And he was only there to be the punchline of a joke. Mm-hmm. All right, Ron, we'll get back into the taxi. Vasil does the same. He's st he's looking around. It's, nothing's changed. Yeah, I told you it's only been a couple of weeks. George, can you take us back to Cornerstones? This is a time-traveling person. It's complicated. Isn't it always? Yeah. And he drives off. Well, it looks to be like a boy. Obviously, it has the features of Cypher, but um, this is like the next day. Um, no tattoos. Um, there's no tattoos on the right arm or on the right side of the face. There's a um, piercing on the left side of a nose. Hair cut really short. Very almost tomboyish sort of look. Uh, young uh, looks almost like a sort of a like a, a young teenage boy um, steps out from um, out of a transit station in Vancouver uh, dressed in sort of rough clothes with a backpack and carrying uh, what do you call it pet cage two kittens inside it She's heading towards a bus, or he's heading towards a bus. There is a female walking along through the transit station. She has a long leather coat, short hair, but it's it's spiky on one side. Not the cowlick hairstyle, but sort of that where it goes on one side. And there is a bulge under her left shoulder, which is definitely a handgun. And she's holding a photograph of Cypher and she is showing it to people and asking if they've seen this individual, which Cypher can hear as she's moving along. Oops. The <clears throat> Cypher um, sort of, uh, you know, she doesn't make her way around she just heads straight for the bus so if i guess if the um, bounty hunter's on the way there then she might get interrupted by the bounty hunter but she's not going to make like a a, a scene of and a, gl a gloved hand grabs cypher firmly but not aggressively and she holds the picture up to her have you seen this individual Cypher turns, looks at the image. No, I ain't seen her. What's it to you? It's worth 10G to you if you do. Well, all right, give me your card. I'll let you know if I see her. And she hands over a card. Cypher takes it. Here's hoping I spot her first. And she lets you go. As Cypher boards a bus on the front of the uh, bus uh, the sign says Winnipeg interesting I wonder if that was as a cab driving into uh, looks like 
um, there's a harbour in the distance and there's a sign that says Sydney Harbour and um, for those of you who don't know Sydney Harbour's a harbour in Nova Scotia uh, Ren gets out of the taxi, pays the, the taxi. Sorry, who gets out of the taxi? Ren. Ren. Ren? Did I say Ren? <laughs> yes, yeah. you did. Ren <laughs> Raven. Because apparently we're Teen <laughs> Titans now. Yes, we are. <laughs> yes. Oh Ren said she was going back to Cornerstones, but really she was headed to Nova Scotia. <laughs> well, yep. technically, she's guessed everything else you've done. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's she's headed there to meet Cypher. Yes, but did she know she was going to Nova Scotia? <laughs> uh, not Nova Scotia specifically. Mm. Um, Cypher gets out of the taxi. Cypher specifically. Um, she <laughs> gets her bag, <laughs> and she's got the, uh, the, the 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 cat cage that she's carrying with her. Um, she's got a shoulder strap. She's strapped on one side, and she's walking down the docks. And um, uh, she. You know, tears start streaming down her face. You can see a uh, a big, like uh, it's not a cruise ship, it's a um, uh, like a container ship. She holds up a yeah. So she's walking down a port, and there's cranes in the background, and uh, people moving around, and, and she holds up a the photo. You don't know where she's actually gotten it from, um, uh, but it's showing. Everyone's sitting at the, the, the table at Christmas. Terence and Lambert sitting in the back. And Ren and all the presents on the table and Cypher. She sort of... She starts shaking a little bit. She holds it up. Opens up her palm. And flame erupts from the palm, burning it out completely. And... The scene ends with her uh, heading off to the container ship in the distance. Just to leave you first.
Shadowrun, a slice of life adventure in a dystopian future, starring Becca as Terry the Mage, Raven Insane as Cypher the Hacker, Emily as Ren the Thief, Thera as the Banshee Marla, and Ghost as the GM. The excellent Shadowrun is produced by Catalyst Game Labs. The Genesis rule set comes from Fantasy Flight Games, and many of the sounds and music comes from Sirenscape, which is an amazing tool for bringing more life to your game table. This has been a Crit Fail production. So now I'm counting down? Yep. Uh, three. Hang on. Uh, <laughs> road. Okay, three. There's no zero. Two. Just one. Go. Okay. There was a zero in there. Seriously's <laughs> <laughs> favorite countdown from Adam so far. Zero. It's just normal. What? Go. <laughs> uh.